Hello, everyone, and welcome to the final episode of the Dinosaur series. When I started this series, I thought it would be a three-part series, but there was so much cool stuff to say about the Cretaceous period and the asteroid strike that it's been stretched into a five-parter. Now this final episode is all about the asteroid strike which was largely responsible for causing the extinction of most of the dinosaurs and changing the evolutionary course of life on Earth forever, paving the way for mammals and eventually us. I hope you like it. I also have some great news. I got my results back for my five-year degree, which was a Master's of Engineering and Chemical Engineering, and I will be leaving the University of Bath with a first class with honours, so I'm super ecstatic about that. Plus, I just rocketed past 9,000 listens for the podcast, I'm on 9.4 thousand at the moment, and it will pass 10,000 soon, which is brilliant. To celebrate this 10,000 milestone and my degree result, I will be announcing something new and very cool for you all as soon as I hit that 10k milestone. So get listening. For now, get ready to hear about the asteroid strike. So lay back, relax, and enjoy. Asteroids are large, rocky bodies that orbit the Sun. They range from a few to hundreds of meters in diameter, and any part of an asteroid that survives landing on Earth is called a meteorite. Now, if a group of grazing triceratops happen to look up on an otherwise peaceful night sky 66 million years ago, they would have seen an unusually bright star, which grew in brightness as the hours ticked by. Unbeknownst to them, this was a roughly 10 kilometers across asteroid which would kill them all. A couple of days later, the asteroid would enter Earth's atmosphere, searing through the sky at 40 times the speed of sound, violently compressing and heating the atmospheric air molecules and producing a supersonic shockwave. The asteroid struck a shallow sea where the Yucatan Peninsula, Mexico, is today, and in a brief moment, all non-avian dinosaurs were doomed. The theory that a huge asteroid was the reason the dinosaurs died out was first posed in 1980 by Nobel Prize winning physicist Louis Walter Alvarez and his geologist son Walter. Their evidence was the discovery of a massive layer 
of iridium-rich clay, which is trapped in rock formations right at the same time dinosaur skeletons disappear from the fossil record. Though initially controversial, and it is still thought that other factors also had some contribution towards the dinosaur's extinction, the asteroid strike is now generally accepted as fact. This is because we've identified the crater, since named the Chicxulub Crater after the closest town. The crater is roughly 180 kilometers across. It's now mostly entombed on the sea floor off of the coast of Mexico. So when the asteroid hit, shockwaves through the landscape and so much carnage happened all at once. Massive tsunamis up to 1.5 kilometers tall were created, big enough to reach coastlines all over the world. Believe it or not, these tsunamis were actually limited in size by the relatively shallow sea the asteroid struck. In deep ocean, they could have been up to 4.5 kilometers tall. Nevertheless, the tsunamis that were created would have been devastating to coastal areas. Magnitude 10 earthquakes devastated most of the local area when the asteroid hit, while a radiating air blast flattened forests for thousands of kilometers. Meanwhile, many tons of rock were sent hurling into the sky, which then rained down to bury the remaining life. In addition, when the asteroid struck, a big part of Earth's crust was vaporized. The debris would have risen high into the sky, a big plasma ball, which would have reached the edge of space. This plume would have then spread through our atmosphere, covering the entire Earth. Then, unbelievably, the plasma would have cooled into millions of tiny glass-like droplets, which would have rained down onto all of Earth at great speed, heating the atmosphere up so much on its way down, that many places on land would have spontaneously caught fire. There is evidence of hundreds of fires which raged all over Earth shortly after the impact hit, and that was a consequence of this falling glass. Leftover dust from the impact, plus soot from the fires, sat in the Earth's atmosphere and blocked the sun's rays, rapidly cooling down the planet for many years to come and it was ultimately this layer of dust which would cause ecosystems to completely collapse and would ultimately spell the end for 75% of all species on Earth, including the non-avian dinosaurs. And it would eventually take thousands of years for ecosystems to re-establish themselves. Recently, some really cool evidence from the impact has emerged. Some excavations from North Dakota 
have revealed fossils of ocean creatures and land animals all mangled together, tied in with rocky, glassy fragments which would have fallen from the sky, and evidence of them being swamped by a huge body of water. The fish, in particular, have the glass fragments stuck in their gills, presumably from if they tried to breathe straight after the glass rained down from the sky. At the fossil record has recorded the moment the glassy bead material fell from the sky before everything got swept away by huge waves is truly extraordinary. These fossils give an amazing glimpse into the events which must have occurred within just a couple of hours after the impact, which is absolutely incredible when you consider the fossil record spans so many millions of years. It is truly a very unlikely discovery to capture such an instantaneous moment for it to be forever written into the rocks of Earth. The epic asteroid impact finally brought to an end the reign of the dinosaurs and changed life on Earth forever, ending the Cretaceous period and with that the Mesozoic Era. What a way to pow out, hey? If you're going to go extinct, do it after millions of years and at the hands of a massive asteroid. Truly the end of an era. Remember everyone, I'm going to be announcing something soon, so keep your ears peeled and wait in anticipation. Now, today's music to an unknown soldier by George Sundancer. For the full attribution and URL to his site, please see the description below. I have used the music with his full permission. Thanks again everyone for listening and hope you listen to the next episode. Alright, that's it for today. Goodbye.